1: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Chris Paulette I'm one of the editors here at How stuff Works. and with me
0: is Jonathan Strickland. Hello from the cloud. Ooh.
1: So we were going to talk about cloud computing today.
0: Right. We're, we're calling this Cloud Computing 101 because, uh... The term is reaching saturation in the tech world and uh, if you're not in the tech world you might be confused as to what all this talk about cloud computing is is uh, re- in regards to and and not to mention the other terms that pop up sometimes they're used uh, in place of cloud computing and sometimes they seem to be differentiated from cloud computing we're going to try and uh, and muddy the I mean clear everything up for you uh, we're going to we're going to give our definitive uh, explanation of cloud computing. Well, to start with, I think
1: what maybe what we should do is just give you a uh, the most basic overview of the entire thing, which is basically what we're talking about doing is not having. Everything you do be run on the computer on your desktop. You're right. actually allowing somebody else to, uh, maybe store information or host applications. It sort of depends on, on, uh, a lot of different things, you know, how you're going to be using it and, and what you're going to be doing. But that's essentially it, that you're actually sharing some part of the computing process with, a network of other computers.
0: That's correct. And, and most of us are doing this in some form already, or, or many of us are anyway. If you have any sort of email, uh, web-based email application, such as a Hotmail or Yahoo Mail or Gmail, any of those, that's sort of a, that's a kind of cloud computing. You are accessing your email, sending email, storing email, all on someone else's computers. You're, you're accessing it through your browser, but The actual information and applications live on computers that belong to someone else. They're in the cloud. So that's what that means. If you ever hear the information is stored in the cloud somewhere, that means it's living on servers that belong to a certain company or certain certain organization uh, that provide these services. So that's like cloud storage then. Right. Cloud storage would be if you were to save it on someone else's servers. Okay. Well so
1: then if you are using a, a uh web based word processor program like Google Docs or right. um like uh Adobe's um Buzzword, then that's actually cloud computing then. Yes. Because you're using an application. You're doing everything on the web, but the the Network. The cloud is handling the actual computing power.
0: That's right. The only thing that your computer is really handling is to keep your browser going, right, and whatever other applications you happen to have on in the background. But the uh, the horsepower is being provided by this this cloud. Now there are some other terms that do pop up when you're talking about cloud computing that sometimes are confusing. Uh, those include grid computing and utility computing. Now, grid computing often is used interchangeably, but sometimes it's meant more as uh, a way of adding processing power to an application. So we're talking here about, uh, let's say you have a really, really big computing job that's going to take one computer thousands of hours to complete. Grid computing would use a grid of computers and break that job up into parts, and each computer would work on a part, and when it completed, it would send that part back to some administrative computer, and then eventually you could reassemble all these pieces to make the whole. That's grid computing.
1: So that could be like uh, SETI at home or folding at home. Basically, these are uh, shared computing projects where uh, people who are doing research can send out chunks of information. They have so much that they can't do it themselves. So they send it to, uh, out to individuals, uh, like you or me, and they use their home computers to share in the computing power and send back the chunk of data once it's been processed.
0: Right. But- and, and then utility computing is more about charging people to use this kind of, uh, these kind of, uh, uh, resources, whether it's, uh, processing power or storage. Uh, you're, you're putting in a metered rate for people to log in and take advantage of these resources. Uh, Sometimes we refer to that also as uh, software as a service. That's more about, let's say that you have a a word processing application on the web that's really, really good You might want to charge people to use that. That would be using that software as a service. You're providing a service for people, but they don't actually get that software. They can access it over the internet, but they don't get a copy of it on their own computer. So that's what utility computing is. So basically what we're talking about then is not
1: having to lug your computer home every day because you should be able to access the same information, the same programs anywhere any time from any computer that has access to the internet.
0: That's correct. Yes, it's supposed to really free us up. It's also kind of going back to the old model of the supercomputer.
1: Well, that's uh it's kind of funny how we, things end up full circle like yes, that sometimes. Does. All right. Well, you can read more about this. We have a whole suite of articles how cloud computing works, how grid computing works, how shared computing works and there are uh, links to many, many others online right now at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready.
0: Are you? Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything.